Hey, welcome back to Real Talk. Why am I fake sleeping? Because this might be one of the best weapons in your spiritual life. Yes, a pillow. Because some of you need to take a nap. Tell me if this sounds familiar. This happens in my house sometimes. I get home and about the same time I'm getting home, my wife is pulling in the driveway. She's out with, been out with the kids and they've been at basketball practice or dance rehearsal or piano lessons or something and we get home and it's kind of crazy and we're scrambling around the house, we gotta make dinner and then they still gotta do homework with the kids and by the time that's done, they play for a few minutes and then like it's bedtime and so we get the kids to bed when that's done we come back downstairs and it's like the dishes are piled up in the sink and the, nobody ever took the dog for a walk and the kids never made it to the bathtub like they were supposed to, and we are exhausted. And frankly, we feel like failures. Now, it's not that way every day in our house, but it feels like some days are like that. Maybe it's like that in your house as well. So there's a scene in the Easter story where Jesus is exhausted and he feels like a failure. It's after he's arrested, it's before he's crucified, it's actually on the way to being crucified. It's, this route is called the Via Dolorosa. And that's really important. No, it's not important at all. It just seemed like it would be fun to say, so I threw it in there. There's this scene, though, that Matthew describes in chapter 27 of what happens here. And it captures Jesus just in this moment of exhaustion. Let me read it for you. It says, as they were going out, they met a man from Cyrene named Simon, and they forced him to carry the cross. Now, it was typical that a criminal had to carry their own cross, at least the, the crossbar piece of it. But Jesus wasn't able to carry it, probably, be, probably because he was so tired so exhausted. If you go back in the scene a little bit, Jesus has been so badly beaten. He's, he's severely injured and he's simply unable to keep going. I don't know if you've ever been physically exhausted. You probably have where you just like, I can't take another step. You've definitely been emotionally exhausted, right? Where it's like, if one more bad thing happens, I don't know how I'll make it. In fact, maybe you're feeling that way right now. Did you know that Jesus knows what it's like to be exhausted? And he knows what it's like to feel like a failure? Like nothing is going his way. Like everything he does and says falls apart. And he doesn't just know about it. He has actually felt it. He has felt exhausted. Did you know that you're really vulnerable when you're tired? You're vulnerable to making bad choices, to cutting corners. You're vulnerable to sin. First Peter says that Satan wants to get us when we're tired. He is prowling like a lion waiting to attack. And he'd love to attack you when you're tired and you're weak. Did you know he tried that on Jesus? When Jesus was on the cross, Jesus says, I'm, I'm thirsty. 
and one of the soldiers brings him something to drink, and it's something called gall. It's vinegar, but it's mixed with an anesthetic. And basically, criminals would take this on their way to the cross because it would dull the pain. They're trying to get Jesus to get doped up, to basically tap out. Thankfully, he didn't, so he endured the pain of the cross for us. But man, when you're tired, you are vulnerable. Some of us, we need some sleep. We need a nap. And I know, I know, you can't afford to take a nap. You can't afford to stop working. You've got too many things going on. You've got activities. You've got to run your kids here and there. And, and they, can never, they can never accomplish everything at work without you, right? Except, no, that's not true. You need to sleep. Here, here's a secret. You're not that important. If you go take a nap, when you wake up, there'll still be oxygen for us to breathe. If you go to sleep an hour early for the next few nights, guess what? When you wake up in the morning, the world will still be spinning. Psalm 127 says that God gives rest. He gives sleep to those that he loves. See, part of the reason that we sleep, part of the reason that we rest is it's a way of saying, God, I trust you. I don't need to be in control. I don't need to be awake every moment so that I can manage all these things because even when I'm checked out from the world, even when I'm sleeping, God, I trust that you are in authority. Some of you, as you get ready for Easter, what your heart really needs, it needs some rest. I hope that you will take that. Jesus needed to rest sometimes. And my friend, you're not Jesus. You and I, we need rest. So as we're going through this series in Lent, we have some homework each week. One of the things that Jesus did when he was tired and he was tempted by sin is he would recite scripture. And so we've been doing that. We've been reciting Romans 6 verse 10, which says the death that he died, he died to sin once for all, but the life he lives, he now lives to God. And we've just kind of been meditating on that verse, thinking a lot about that verse and what it means. I want to add a little bit more to your plate this week. I want to fill up your homework a little bit. I want you to add verse 11 to your study. Verse 11 says, in the same way, Count yourselves dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. What does it mean to be like Christ in that you are truly dead to sin, but alive to God? Meditate on that verse this week. Read that a bunch and read it over and over and over again and just let God show you what that means. As we're going through Lent, man, my heart is getting ready for Easter. I hope that yours is too. We'll see you next time on Real Talk. Go take a nap.